Hey friends, I'm Sierra. And I'm Caitlin. And we're friends. But we've never met each other in real life. That's because technology allows you to feel like you're virtually best friends with everyone that you meet online, which is pretty cool. Through storytelling, we're able to learn about others' passions and drives and learn what makes them unique. We want to hear your story so that we can become virtually best friends. Hey, VBFs, welcome back to another episode of Virtually Best Friends Pod. Sierra, how are you doing today? Caitlin, I am doing swell. How are you? You know, peachy, it's Thursday. We are making it through the week. I was a little bit thrown. I just could not remember what day of the week it was this week. So it was a nice uh, welcome reminder. Like, yes, we get to record the podcast today. It's Thursday. Right? Those... uh. Short weeks will sneak up on you real fast, which can be good and a bad thing. Honestly, it's a good thing for Mm -hmm. me. I've found myself looking forward to Fridays a lot lately, so I'm pretty glad that it's Thursday right now. Um, But Auntie Who, how about we get right into our thumbs up and thumbs down for the week? Caitlin, would you like to share your thumbs down? Yes. My thumbs down is that it truly taking it back is I have just been so thrown by what day it is all week. But I think it's been one of those things where I have to say like, happy Tuesday to whoever's around or, uh, you know, and I think I said happy Wednesday to the wrong people for the last couple of times. And it was really Tuesday. So a little bit thrown by that, but we're so close to the weekend. How about you? What's your thumbs down? Uh, My thumbs down is that I discovered that one of my plants has pests and luckily it's a plant that's already like isolated away from other important plants. Um, So it didn't hurt like my feelings that much, but it's just like a pain in the butt to, to have to deal with, you know, cause oh, no. if you know anything about plant pests, most of the time they're super tiny for one. And like, they're just really, they like to hold on there. Like it's just not a one and done cleanup of the situation. It's a, you have to continuously monitor a type of situation. So yes. not excited to be dealing with that, but you know, things could be worse. It didn't affect the other plot, the other plants. Oh gosh. Well, that's still just a bummer because you want them to flourish and do well. Oh, well, hopefully the pests will go away soon for you. Thank you. That dry, pesty, that pesty dry air. Um, what about your thumbs up for the week? My thumbs up for the week is that I'm excited to do some makeup Christmas celebrations this weekend. And you're thinking, yes, it's the end of January. (laughs) Um, But I had COVID over Christmas. So Ryan and I had to reschedule all of our Christmas celebrations. So very excited to have a small celebration this weekend to celebrate with family. And that is what is getting me through the week. And it it feels like a good time to just continue celebrating Christmas. (laughs) I love this for you. Guys, she's even wearing her like Christmas red today. So I'm happy that you're able to kind of do a rain check with your family for these celebrations. Yes. Thanks, friend. It is such a relief. And we are so excited because Christmas was just so weird this year, as I'm sure it was for a lot of people. So it's nice to be able to do this. I'm grateful for that. But how about you? What is your thumbs up? kind of like on a similar but not really (laughs) note my brain is completely jumped ahead to valentine's day and february is my favorite month of the year i like gush and gush about it because there's just so many great things happening that month at least in my life um and so i'm really excited about that so i've like 
been getting all the heart things and lured by all the pink and the reds. And I'm ready to just put decorations up. I actually put a poll up on Instagram because I was like, is it too early? But I feel like if we're allowed to decorate for Christmas like three months in advance, then oh, I yeah. should be able to be able to put up Valentine's Day things in January because it's like in the middle of the month. So like you don't want to only put things up for a week, right? Like you want to give it yeah. some time to enjoy it. So yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Oh my goodness. Good for you. That's so exciting. I was just thinking about that the other day, actually, as I put on my sweater this morning, my red sweater, like, oh, yes, I get to keep pulling out all the red things and the pink things for the next month. Yes. Okay. So I said that. And then also I have another thumbs up because mostly because I just want to talk about this. And I told Caitlin, I was like, there's something I want to talk about that has nothing to do with the episode. So I'm going to make it my thumbs up. And then I forgot and I switched the thumbs up up. So now this is thumbs up part two. Okay. Um, so have, we have talked about the fact that you have not seen how I met your mother, correct? No, I've seen it. Oh, okay. Why do I always think yeah. that you haven't? Oh, okay. oh, no, I love How I Met Your Brother. I am so happy to hear that because I also love that show. Like, there's just, oh, there's yes. so much. Like, there's so much. Okay, it's not a routine rewatch because, like, one, it's hard to find on streaming nowadays because mm -hmm. they, like, put them on in off places. But anywho, I actually have one of the seasons on DVD. All that to say, this week, How I Met Your Father came out, and it's starring Hilary Duff as the mother and it also has, um, oh my gosh, what is her name? It has Kim Cattrall, who's like in Sex in the City Ooh, as Samantha, yes. but is not in the sequel of Sex in the City, like this, the follow-up show, the oh. reboot. Yeah, because there's lots of tension there. Mm. Yes. Mm. But she's in How I Met Your Father. So I was like, when I saw that, I was Ooh. like, <gasps> so yes. Anyway, I'm really excited about this reboot. I think that they've already done a good job to me messing with the the nostalgia levels mm -hmm. and um, still making it obvious that it's its own show that just has a similar beat to How I Met Your Mother. And then like, I just already like some of the characters. I feel like it's going to take them a second to like get us to care. It's kind of like the book yeah. situation. When you start reading a new book, sometimes you're like, I don't know if I'm invested in their storyline yet. Right. For me, I think I had enough of the fact that I love How I Met Your Mother and that I have an attachment to the character like the actors like Hillary Duff, Francia. Yes. Uh, I don't remember Francia's last name, but like they also have a pretty good cast. So yeah, I'm excited. Ooh, I'm really excited to watch that. I was actually thinking about that the other day. And as soon as you said how I met your mother, I immediately thought of the line, have you met Ted yet? <laughs> yes. Someone was like angry tweeting about it. They were like, why haven't they played the have you met Sophie game? Or like, have you met? There's like a sister that comes after she's been divorced and like she's trying to go out there and date. And they're like, why haven't they played this yet? But you know, I think they, if they pull it up, great. There's still like some surprises in there for fans of the show. But like, yeah. if they don't, like these shows need to have their own thing, right? Like they for can't sure. just play yes. off every joke that How I Met Your Mother yes. has. Like give and them to a be chance. Fair, yeah, like that is Neil Patrick Harris's line through and through. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Oh my gosh, I loved, my love for him definitely, definitely runs through that show. I still yes. follow him on social media and stuff because I think his family is just so cute. They're so cute. Oh, yes. I love it. Okay, well, Sierra, do you have a good fun fact for us this week? I do indeed. 
if you are listening, friends, to the podcast for like the first time, or maybe you just forgot because we did just come back from a pretty long break, we like to share a fun fact on the podcast just as something for you to pull out when you need random trivia and so that you can say that you learned something from the podcast because <laughs> sometimes it's like, who knows? <laughs> this is my learn. favorite. I'm so excited to hear your fact. Wow, Caitlin, you know how we have a, th- a thing for pilots on the podcast. We did have yep. a whole episode with Catherine about it, mm-hmm. especially female pilots, right? Yes. Well, today in the news, a teen pilot, Zara Rutherford, became the youngest woman to fly the world solo. No she's, way. Yeah, isn't that cool? So That's she's 19. Awesome. She's 19 oh years gosh. old. She has a dual British and um, Belgian nationality. But yeah, she was all, she went to 41 countries in a journey spanning over 52,000 kilometers. So 32,300 miles. And she broke two wow. Guinness World Records in the process. Oh my gosh. That is incredible. Oh, you go, girl. That's amazing. Yeah. So shout out to Rutherford, to Zara. And like, that's just... That's so cool. So a little nod to women in aviation. There's still people shattering that glass ceiling, man. Love to see it. Yes. Oh, that was a really good fun fact, Sierra. I think that totally is great. It's such a perfect time to reference to. We have an episode almost exactly a year ago, if you scroll back through your podcast service, where we talk about women who have been shattering glass ceilings and love having more people to add on to that list. Oh, okay, Caitlin. Well, in our excitement last week, of just like being able to talk to each other after a long period of time, we may have like slightly acknowledged it, but we did not get to acknowledge that it's a brand new year. Yes, it is a brand new year, folks out there. In case you haven't noticed, it is <laughs> 2022. <I> mean, <laughs> for me, though, that just means that it's just another year of possibilities and opportunities and just mm-hmm. like... You know, that whole clean slate vibe, like what is this year going to turn out to be as well as kind of like that idea that like it's a new season of your life. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, if your life was a TV show, like it's a new season, like who's the main cast member is going to be like, what are the plot points? Like, I'm excited to see. I like that metaphor. And I also think it's been really fun to see kind of all of this trend and like this sound trend go around TikTok and Instagram. If you haven't heard, it's Taylor Swift song 22, but it's on replay. So you hear it. I'm feeling 2022. <laughs> and it's such a good one, but I feel like it's been the beat so far to this January. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. So I had that sound saved. Multiple versions of the sound, but the sound saved to do a cutesy TikTok. For 2022, unfortunately, my New Year's plans got dashed because of how crazy things have been with like the Omicron variant and just like friends I was supposed to hang out with. Like things were just popping and I chose to stay home and celebrate alone, um, which was fine. I ended up getting like a cool New Year's surprise out of it. But yeah, I think I am at the point where I'm like ready to acknowledge and to move on and to like go into the new year and try to make it as special, unique, meaningful, I don't know, as it can be. Yes, I'm totally with you. And I think I really felt pretty run down at the end of 2021, just with the way things had ended. And I hadn't really thought of like any big goals, but it has been nice to reflect upon things in the last couple of weeks about maybe setting some intentions for this year. 
So Sierra, what are any big goals or intentions that you have for this new year? Um, where do I even start? Your girl's a goal setter, but um, I am I have a lot of like things that I've been toying around with. I think some of the ones high up on my list just have to do with the different areas in my life that I'm particularly active in right now. Like, so for example, I've been trying to kind of narrow the focus and kind of um, figure out exactly what I want my the ambitiously you platform to be because mm-hmm. I know the intention I had behind it in the beginning, but I feel like it needs to like kind of it, it has some work to do as far as getting to the place that I want it to be. And mm-hmm. so yeah, so there's there's some things that I'm tweaking over there that I want to kind of um, work on this year and improve so that it can be the space that I want it to be for the community. Mm-hmm. Um, And then let's see some other random goals. I mean, I have like some YouTube goals. I have some goals in general, just like about being more consistent with things. I think the podcast is like one of the few things that really is consistent in my whole content creator life, just because Caitlin and I keep each other accountable. We have a pretty tight schedule. We know when things are going out. But yeah, I think that like, I feel like I go into the year all the time with this intention, but I really just want to work on being more consistent, but not only that, just knowing the content that I want to create and making sure like the intention behind it comes out. And it's not just a do it to do it type of thing, really just falling back in love with the process again. Ooh, I love hearing about your content goals and just seeing that passion comes out because that's so evident in what you do. I'm excited for you for this year. Thank you. I guess. um, Okay. So you mentioned that you didn't really like have any big things that you have been thinking about so far. Do you have Mm -hmm. anything like maybe, I don't know, in your personal life that like you want to try to implement in 2022? I don't know if it's about like implementing things so much as I just want to continue things that I've started. Like I wake up every morning and I do my Peloton bike ride for 30 minutes and then I do my devotional and drink a cup of tea before going out the door. And I think also just being able to find some kind of solid ground before the day begins has been really important. But I also think I need to just eliminate some things. I think for the last couple of years, um, Last year was really tough teaching online all year with a huge amount of students and just kind of going, going, going with everything. Um, Kind of feel like this year's like a way to just like slow down. I made, I did make one solid goal, which was to read 50 books this year, which is less than what I've done in the past. But I really like the idea of just like reading more often and taking more time that's not screen time. Yeah, no, that totally makes sense. Um, What I've been finding really interesting and like, I don't know, I don't think it's just me, but I've been finding more people recently say things about like doing it for the love of it and doing Mm -hmm. it um, with more intention, kind of like you said. So like as far as the reading goals, like neither of us met our goal last year. (laughs) And I think like um, one of the things that I personally have to work on is just like that getting swept up and like what other people are doing. So I love book talk. I love bookstagram. I love book influencers. Like I love that space. It's always like, they like, they get me. Like I'm quick to buy a new book because I'm like, man, like so-and-so said that book was great. But then on the flip side of it, I'm also, 
unintentionally absorbing or absorbing the fact that like these people are reading through like a hundred books. Right. And I'm yes. like, I only read, I'm only in my second book this year. Like mm-hmm. maybe I should be reading more maybe I should be reading faster. Maybe all I should be doing is reading. And it's like, girl, you're reading. Like the whole point of right. reading is that you're enjoying the stories. It's giving you time off your screen. Like you have other motivations behind reading you're not reading to keep up with everyone else. Like it's one of those yes. things to remember. Yes. Um, and I think like goals shouldn't necessarily add more to your plate so much as they should help to improve you. And like, are you getting joy out of the things that you are doing and those goals that you are setting and those intentions that you are making? Are they things that will make you a better person in the long run? I think is more important. Exactly. No, that's exactly it. I totally agree. I'm kind of in a similar vein, I guess. I think that one of the things I've learned over the past few years is just uh, how invaluable your time is. And so Mm -hmm. through that, I've been also trying to keep in mind, and one of the things I'm trying to keep in mind this year, is just this idea of like time being somewhat of a currency and like not to spend it doing things that you don't like to do. And and I say that in such like a, I don't even know what kind of way I'm saying it. Like, obviously you're going to have to do some things that you don't want to do. But I mean, like putting yourself into these situations that don't need, you don't need to be there because it's not bringing right. you joy. And yet you keep doing it out of some type of obligation or some type of like, I don't know, like it's, it's you're not honoring how you feel. You're just doing it because you think it's what should and what has to be done. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I'm trying to honor those like feelings too and trying to make sure that like, hey, like this is all the time we get. You might as well spend the time doing things that fill your cup when you can or spend your free time wisely, I guess. Yes. No, I totally get what you're saying. Absolutely. That time is so precious. And also even just how is your time helping to serve others? Because I think jumping back to your point about like, are you diving into things that you don't need to be a part of? Like, are these things that are going to serve you? Are they going to serve others? And I think that too, with like, even just daily conversations, like, am I leaving this conversation with a way that I can help others? Like, are they able to feel heard? Are they able to feel loved at the end of the conversation? I I don't know, just trying to make things a little bit more constructive, I think, on one aspect as well. And like, yeah, how do you want to spend your time? Yeah. I mean, I just always love seeing your perspective, like how you see the world, because it's totally like I was sitting here like, oh, yeah, Caitlin, you little Leo and empathic person over here. It's just like, how am I helping others, though? And like, <laughs> I want to be you when I grow up, for sure. Um, so I love your perspective. I'm right back at you. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, my gosh. OK, well, is there anything like new that you want to try this year not like really a goal or anything but more like a hobby or an activity or just like something on your 2022 bucket list yeah you know what I think I've really taken a step back from social media I haven't been blogging in a long time um and I really have liked being able to just like absorb other people's content and I've been so inspired by so many people and I think my goal and intention for this year is to just like actually go out and do things like I see all these like I've been on hiking TikTok and like all of these incredible places. Like I just want to go hike and explore. So I think I've just got a lot of a lot of like bucket list items for traveling, um, just like around Colorado and around the United States and dependent on what that looks like. Um, yeah. And I think just continuing with the same hobbies that I've been doing. I haven't picked up my instruments in a long time. 
And those always bring me joy. So kind of little things. How about you? Okay. Like, let me know if you don't want to answer this this is totally fine. But like, how have you felt about stepping away from blogging? It kind of reminds me of what we've been talking about already with this whole, like, if it's not something Mm -hmm. that like you want to do, like why do it? Like, how are you feeling about that decision to step back? Like, do you feel like Mm. relieved about it? I do. I do feel a lot really relieved. I think I was just putting so much pressure on myself. I don't know if it necessarily came from anybody else. Um, But I also just, I needed to remember the reasons why I started. Like I started my blog 10 years ago in college to keep people updated about things that were going on in life. And I had no care and concern about what the pictures looked like, what I was producing, how many links that I was putting in, what, how then I would transform that content into social media content. And I didn't, I don't think I realized how big of a place that it was taking in my life. And I think I was just trying to mull through it all. And then the wedding came along and I was definitely pouring more of myself into getting ready to get married, but as you should. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. But I think it's been really good too, because it makes me take a step back and I'm not so worried about like what I wear. I really am not worried about what people are going to think about me on the internet. And I didn't realize how invasive those thoughts had become, at least for me, until I took that step back. And now I've just been on needlepoint Instagram. So kind of like what you were talking about with the book talk, like it's just, it's different when you find those niche communities because, and I love following the bookstagrammers too. And yeah, so it was just a good way to like rethink things. And I love like watching so many other people's content. So the amount of time I was spending on Instagram was a little bit obnoxious too. <laughs> no, that totally makes sense. Um, I don't know. I, I really like value hearing that perspective just because like it can be so, so different and it's like mm-hmm. you need to make sure that not you, you, but like in general, yeah. like people need to make sure that they're really loving it and that it's not taking more than it's giving. I don't know if that's mm-hmm. the right way to say, but like if it's yeah. really messing with life perception, then that's totally a valid way to evaluate that. You know what I mean? Because like you said, yeah. it really does. It really does jump. <laughs> like all it of does. a sudden you're just like, whoa, like mm-hmm. how did I become this person? Like, yes, for sure. And I think also they're just And regardless of whatever you're interested in, like, are you feeling fulfilled by what you're doing? And I think there was a season when like that was filling me up so incredibly much. And I think just as I've grown over the years, like I I wanted to make sure that who I was was being portrayed pretty accurately. So it was just kind of time to take a little bit of a step back. So, yeah. I mean, I love it. I got to, we got to meet each other through it. So Um, like, absolutely. obviously it's still going to be like a special like part of your life whether you mm-hmm. choose to come back or not but like yeah like you said it's just cool it is and I I kind of could see like I definitely want to keep my blog up and running um but more on the lens just because like I think about the back like the behind the scenes of everything and Sierra and you and I've talked about this like there is so much behind the scenes work that you just pour into it. And Sierra, like watching your passion for Ambitiously You on top of Ambitiously Sierra, like on top of this podcast, so many things on top of work. Like you just, I think a lot of people who consume content don't necessarily realize like what's going on on the back end. And so like, it's just so fun. Like for me, I love the web design. I think that's the coolest thing. And like building my blog has been like the coolest thing. So I don't like, I'm, I'm, 
very hesitant to like take anything down because I love it. <laughs> right, right. No, that makes so much sense. I think that like this episode <laughs> took a weird turn, but it I did. do I do think that like um your space should be able to change and evolve with you. Mm-hmm. So even if you decide to switch things up in the future, like it that should be totally fine because it should be reflective of you. And I say yeah. this in that like I have this like really like salient example um this there's this creator her name is um what is it Alyssa ashley i think she's a twin Mm. she's a twin um but anyway she started out being really big like beauty youtuber and that was all she posted like she was really good very consistent at it like really like got high up in the ranks as far as that went at some point she decided that she wanted to get into the fitness space and stay instead which like if you are behind in the know with content creation, it can be a really big thing to like completely switch gears, like yes. a shift. And people, especially when you have that big of a following, they're not always the kindest about it. They're like, I missed your old stuff. Like, why are you talking about this now? Like really giving her hate. And like, she had to come on at one point and she was just like, look, honestly, I don't want to post about that stuff anymore. That's not who I am anymore. Right now I'm really yeah, into fitness. I'm this is what I do. I want to share this part of my life with you. And like, if this no longer fills you up, then like, it's not going to hurt my feelings. Like you can unfollow. Like I get it. I'm a different, I'm not, this is not what you signed up for when you first followed me. And like, Mm -hmm. I respected her so much for that because it is hard to completely shift what you're doing. And like, to not care about what other people are going to think about that. Like it's, it's so hard. So it's tough. For sure. Yeah. Like, good for her. That makes me so happy to hear that she was able to do that, too. Yeah. Oh. Mm. Anywho. <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> Back to 2022. <laughs> there are a couple of things that I want to do this year, just like little random things. Well, one is that I'm kind of in this, like, crunch time. Like, I'm trying to reevaluate the things that I want to do before 30 because I made that whole list. And so I'm evaluating that and kind of narrowing down like a few like key things on the list that I want to do this year. So it's like mm-hmm. kind of a like mini bucket list of its own to kind of be like a, a couple of things that I want to do between now and then. And so there are like a couple of like random things um, on there as far as like hobbies and activities. Like one, I've been wanting to like kind of get into skincare. Ooh. I just like, I don't know. Like, I, I just feel like I should start taking better care of my skin. But the thing about it is that my skin is so sensitive. So it's so mm. annoying to like try different products because it's like, did it work? Or is my face covered in hives? Like, uh. right. No middle ground, right? It's one or the other for sure. Exactly. And so I, I like am trying to come into it with this realistic expectation that like it's going to take some time. It's definitely going to be one of those all year, if not more situations, kind of like when I was trying to learn makeup or trying to learn my hair. You know, it's going to take some time, but it'll be fun. Yeah. Um, and it's worth it. Like the process makes it so much worth it. If you say so, so. much more worth I'm, it. I'm, I'm a little apprehensive. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> I also want another big goal for 2022 is I want to grow things that I can consume. Like I want to grow Mm -hmm. some like vegetables or some like peppers or something. I'm really looking forward to the growing season after winter so that I can like experiment with some things. Ooh, I love that because I remember talking about that. I think it was last summer too about being able to grow things that you can consume. That is exciting. 
Yeah, I need to hit up um, Ashley again. And who else? Like a couple people we've Claire. talked about gardening with. Yeah. To see if they have any advice. But I have a little bit of outdoor space now, which I didn't have before. So I'm going to try to do some like small scale gardening and see how it goes. <laughs> that is exciting. Ooh, I'm excited for you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Well, we already kind of talk about just like this idea of having a routine because you said that that was something that you wanted to continue through. Um, but I know at least for me, and I think we touched on this a little bit in the last episode, it's just that like, I feel like I'm in the process of resetting my routines. And I think that mm-hmm. like, it's a good idea to evaluate kind of what you have going on as the season changes and like, as your needs change, maybe, And you can kind of cater your routines around that. Can you go back through like what your ideal morning would look like? And I'm going to try to to think of mine. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. So my ideal morning, and it really, it's so tough to wake up early, but I really like having extra time in the morning to just start my day off on the right foot. And I think ideally I'd like to add more time to do like yoga in the morning. So I'm already doing like a bike ride just because I don't always have time to exercise after school. So it's nice like devoting 30 minutes just to do that. But I always wish that I have more time to do like an extra yoga, like a couple classes or whatever afterwards. So that's kind of my goal a little bit this year. But I do want to keep my morning routine the same. How about you? I wish, I I don't even want to rephrase it this way because it's totally something I have control over. But I do kind of miss that like, early morning workout and like just on the go situation. I've learned the value of rest and slowing down, but I do miss that like 5 a.m. waking up to do a workout thing. My body is not used to it yet and it does not want to wake up early anymore. So I'm working, we're working with each other um, to do that. But yeah, I do like try to get um, movement in in the morning as well. It's just not as early as it used to be. And so I do like that idea of doing that. But before I do that, I typically uh, journal to start the day. And then I like to do some movement. And then if I can have a moment after that to kind of like Mm -hmm. just do something else slower, like I've gotten out of the habit, but I really did like when I had some mornings where I got to like enjoy my coffee. Yes. Without being on, without like working, you know what I mean? Like- Mm -hmm not be taking my coffee to my desk to log on to work, but getting to like yes. sip my coffee and like take in the morning first. Yes. I remember I just had this flashback. I remember your Instagram stories before the pandemic of you talking about waking up and going to a class or just like those slow mornings. And yeah, I, I'm totally, that sounds amazing. Yeah. The the morning mug shot, a version, yes. a variation of that is coming soon. And I think I only want to change it up too, because I don't necessarily, like it started becoming one of those things, like you said, like you need to make your rituals work for you. And it started yes. becoming one of those things where like, it felt like work to do them only because sometimes I didn't want coffee in the morning, but because it was so centered around the fact that I was like having a cup of coffee, I like felt pressure to have the coffee, yeah. even if I didn't really want it. And I love coffee, y'all, but like some days, like I, I just didn't want it. <laughs> so totally I'm kinda, fair. I'm totally trying to fair. reframe it. Like sometimes I'll do a coffee like later on in the day, or if like I drink a milk, like a 
protein shake or something like that, then like I don't necessarily want to be like, it's a lot of liquids, <laughs> the water, the shake, the coffee. Anywho, all I'm saying is that like, I do like what the goal behind that was, which is mm-hmm. to have some accountability to show other, like people have commented so much, like, which was weird to me, but they were like, oh, I, I miss your mug shots. Like, I used to like watch it like while I was drinking my coffee or like it kind of like made me think like inspired me to do some of the things on my list. And so like I like that element of it. I just want to take it away from the centering it around mm. the idea of having to drink coffee and figure yeah. out how to make it work. Um, but yeah, Ooh. getting back to that like slow morning. And I think it was also mm-hmm. easier when it was warmer outside because then I could like step out. And now it's like, I don't really want to like sit on the balcony and drink coffee. It's super cold. So. Right. But <laughs> those warmer days are coming and you have balcony space too. So that's exciting. So we'll be getting back. I don't know. Uh, how do you unwind for the day? Ah, this is what I also need to work on. Maybe this is a good goal. Now that we're talking about this, I think definitely I need to be better about turning off my phone earlier in the evening and like really disconnecting because I don't know about you, Sierra, but like when I'm on my phone, even just like looking at the weather, I feel like I just don't like sleep as well. I don't know about like not sleeping as well. I know that I fall victim quickly to mm-hmm. the endless the endless scroll. So I could be exhausted, but if I have my phone in bed with me and I'm like, oh like let me check this, then that's all like it's it's people have been talking about and people have been talking about it for a while. Like that idea of just like phone addictions and things like that. Like it yes. really becomes a problem where it's like I cannot <laughs> put it down. Like I know I need to go to bed, but I'm like still scrolling and it's like yes. you blink, it's 2 a.m. and you're like, Ooh, and then it throws off your whole day. Yes. So I agree. Um, I think in the beginning, like I know we're only like a couple, we're not that far into to January, but like <laughs> there was like a two-week period where I was doing really good with the whole like unwinding for the day. And I think I through that I did find my ideal nighttime routine. Mm. However, as soon as I slack a little bit, like, give yourself grace, yes. But I'm right. also that person that's like, oh, like, just this one time, I'll, like, watch New Girl to go to sleep. And then, like, the yeah. next night, I'm, like, staying up watching it. <laughs> so I, like, know myself and I need to be better about having those boundaries with myself. I allow myself to watch, like, my iPad or, like, because I don't have a TV in my room on purpose, um, I allow myself to kind of like watch it on the weekends, but not on the weekdays if I'm Ooh. in my room, kind of give me a balance of that. But I yeah. like the parameters around that. That's probably a good idea too. Cause it's not like you're eliminating something completely. It's just like modifying it, which is usually easier than cutting things like completely out of what you're doing. Yeah. I like yeah. That. I think my ideal routine, and like I said, it's worked. I know it can work. I just, I have to be more diligent about it um and I'm trying to like add other things in right now which is like really weird but (laughs) like um I've like seen things about like how like having like sitting with your like your legs on the wall for a while at night like helps with your it's a weird thing it has to do with like drainage and blood flow and like people that do inversion stuff anywho I I even bought sleepy time like basically like a night tea the other day to see like if I 
like that, if that will help. I totally forgot about sleepy time, but that knocks me out. Ooh, I need to buy some. <laughs> oh my, maybe I, I love really that try. tea. Um, but so far, like my routine that I like have liked sticking to when I can has been just the whole like I, I kind of allow myself to watch one to two shows at night but that way I kind of like give myself this cut off because again even that is kind of hard to me but having the separate spaces now has made it a little easier for me to like have mm. these defined spaces for things anywho yeah I usually like to do that like kind of do some cleaning up and then when I'm getting ready for bed um I don't even have like a set time goal yet but like it has still been working to be around the same time. If you think about the time frame of like when I would be eating dinner most days when I'd be watching the shows. I think the biggest part of the routine that has been helping is that I've been using the wake up light that we've talked about on the pod a couple of times. Yes. But I've been using the night feature. I love Ooh. that thing, the night light feature, mm-hmm. which basically you can set a timer and the light will dim as the time pass. So I set the timer when I'm in bed um, and I try to journal at night as well. So I journal at night, then I set the timer. And depending on like how excited I am about the book, (laughs) it'll be like 45 minutes or like an hour. Um, I discovered in this little like trying to create my routine that 30 minutes was just not enough time for me. And I read until the little timer goes off. And then sometimes the timer will go off and it gets really dim towards those last few minutes. So sometimes it's one of those things where it's like, okay, am I near the chapter in? Am I near the scene in? I'm definitely one of those whatever comes last persons. I'm like 30 (laughs) minutes or I get to the next chapter. (laughs) Yep. um, And so sometimes I have to extend it. But then like I go to bed and like I've, I've just, I don't know, I found that like having that time, like you said, away from your phone, because I like don't plug my phone up right there. And then using the physical clock as a guide instead of using my phone as a guide, because even that temptation of going on there to be like, how much time is left? Or maybe I should scroll. Yes. Like it has like helped a lot. And then, yeah. And then I feel like, honestly, the days that I do Ooh. that, I feel a lot better for the day ahead. That's such a great evening routine. I really like that with the clock and setting the timer at night. Ooh, all of those things have given me some pretty good ideas. So thank you for sharing because my <laughs> nightly routine has not been great. <laughs> I mean, and it's it, again, it's just one of those things where you make it work for me for you. I'm sure it will yes. change as like the seasons change, as what I have going on changes. Sometimes it even changes by day, like. There's some days that I'm particularly sore after I work out or I have like a rest day. And then like I try to do something like a light yoga at night on top of everything else to kind of help with that. But I think that's the beauty of things like this, or at least with routines. Like I like to choose the method of like, have you ever heard of that method where it's like basically like you kind of list out the things that you know that you would like to do during that time? Not that you all you want to do in one day, but then Mm -hmm. it's like you can choose what matches your energy. But that makes sense. Interesting. Yeah. So then it's like every day is not necessarily the same, which doesn't really make it a routine. However, right. (laughs) You have like it's more for people who like need structure, but also like can't do the whole Mm -hmm. consistency thing. Does that make sense? Like needs variations to keep it. Yeah, that's not a bad idea though. Could work, Mm -hmm. right? I don't know. Could work. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Well, Sierra, what is something that you are looking forward to this year? 
Oh man, so many things. I think that even though I had a slow start, I'm still like cautiously optimistic about how this year is going to go. And I think we have very little choice but to be, I don't know, like I think if you get bogged down in everything that's still going on, then you'll stay in that space. And I try to be out of that space when I can. So I'm still consciously optimistic about opportunities that can come up. Um, I think that when I'm looking forward to doing a little travel this year, like I say that with some hesitancy because again, there's things still going on in the world. So like, who knows what's going to happen? Who knows what's going to get canceled? But like my mom's getting married this year. So like, that's a thing and it's not here. So like, Hopefully that travel plan doesn't get canceled. (laughs) So I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to recording the podcast more with you and getting to have this outlet and space and to be able to chat with new friends. Um, Yeah. I'm just looking forward to like an unwritten chapter. Like I just Mm. like that idea of being unwritten. I like that phrase a lot for sure. I'm with you. I think there's so much hope in the unwritten. And that's how I'm looking at it right at the moment. I don't know. I'm kind of with you. I haven't really made a ton of plans. We have a lot of weddings this year, people to celebrate. So I'm hoping the wedding season will be a little more normal. But otherwise, I'm just grateful for time and like we've talked about and being intentional with it. But yeah, so much hope. Yeah. And excited for the podcast. We've got some fun (laughs) things. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm excited for this to be back. Me too. We are so grateful to spend another year with you and we look forward to the adventures ahead. Until next Thursday, we will talk to you later, BBFs. Bye.